Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This one's for my stromies. And then there's... I'm still true to the game and I'm down with my stromies. Stra, stra, strom, sh, 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 strom, sh, sh, strom, sh, sh, strom, boy. That's, that's all I know. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. On, I feel pretty good about that. All right, so we have a special episode today. We have special guests uh, on, like not just one. We have several, not several. We have three. We have the three. I'm talking to the three Stromies today. The Stromies, you might be asking, who are the Stromies? The Stromies are three stroke surviving women that found each other, and they're all homies. They all had strokes, hence Stromies. So the Stromies have helped me a lot during my recovery. They're um, some of the first people that actually gave me a real sense of community. Uh, some of the first people that I reached out to when I was going through some, some struggles and I had some questions, they've always been amazing, not only for me, but so many other survivors out there. Uh, I think they're going to be helpful to anyone and everyone that reaches out to them. They're amazing. They're great. They've helped me so much. And this neuro nerd is very excited about sitting down, having a conversation with these three amazing women and learning more about their journey. So, without further ado, here's my interview with the Stromies. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> All right. So, who's up first? <laughs> Not it. No. We <laughs> <laughs> each other. Hi, I'm Stromy Sarah. I'm Stromy Tamson. Woohoo! Yeah. Stromy, Angie is running late. As per <laughs> usual. <laughs> She's worth the wait. It's okay. She is. Absolutely. You guys are all rock stars. So the Stromies, I'm going to ask because everybody's going to ask, even though I tell everybody that I talk to about you guys, how did you guys get the nickname the Stromies? 
it's the words stroke and homies put together into a mashup. That's just amazing. <laughs> so uh, Samson's um, husband is the one who came up with that. So we cannot take credit for coining that amazing term. Oh, oh my God. You should totally cre- take credit for it. Steal it. <laughs> yeah. I totally thought of it all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, you know, uh, a happy, happy wife, happy life. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I made, I coined that phrase. You yeah. did! Oh my gosh! <laughs> so, how long have you guys known each other? Oh gosh! <laughs> well, let's see. Um, so, th- this is Sarah talking. I started stalking Tamson towards <laughs> the end of last year, and gosh, I'm trying to think. The first time we have pictures together, we were both wearing like winter clothes. I think it was like. November, December timeframe. Wow, I think so. And I met, this is Tamsin. I met the, like 20, the end of 2016, I think. And then you met her a couple of months after meeting me, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's, but we've been kind of going strong crazy. as a trio, I would say, since, you know, the end of last year, beginning yeah. of this year. So I was under the impression that you guys have just been like lifelong friends because of all the, you know, the, the, the pictures, the events you guys are at, like your, your, your camaraderie. I just assumed you guys have known each other since you guys were like kids. You know, it really feels like it actually, but how messed up would that be? Three great friends who all happen to have strokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so morbidly awesome. Um, I know. Don't hang out with them. You'll die. <laughs> <laughs> They're so cool. Your brain will hemorrhage. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's so that's so cool though it what i think is amazing is that you guys all found each other and that you guys are all in the same state you know i i found it so difficult to find um you know people my my age or people that i could just relate to in my state let alone like people pe- like you guys are so close together like in proximity i really feel like god had a hand in all this i have mm-hmm. a lot of faith and it felt like you know as i was crying out to God, not to sound all biblical or whatever, but as I was crying out to him, please send me somebody who understands what I'm going through because I feel so alone. And then here comes Sarah and Angie, and it was like my prayers were answered. That's um, that's amazing. Oh, wow. I, so I, I, I didn't do that, um, but I, I did. I guess, you know what, there, there's different, um, uh, uh, I guess, trains of thought on, on um, prayer and, and energy and everything like that. I put the same kind of energy out just like looking for understanding, you know? And, and, uh, I, I found so many different people, which has been amazing. It's, it took me a really, really long time. I don't know how long it took you out of recovery, but for me, it took close to a year to actually start finding somebody to talk to about this. I didn't even really know that there was a stroke survivor community per se. Yeah, I, same was, here. I was really lucky that the heart association kind of took me under their wings and put me in a lot of public positions to where I would meet a lot of people and. That's how I met Angie. And then as Sarah said, she yeah, stalked me. So I I'm did. I was, I was actually looking at the uh, American Heart and Stroke Association website. Um, and I saw a blog by Tamsin and I saw her picture and I was like, gosh, she looks young like me. I was like, they do exist. (laughs) So I reached out to her and I really didn't give her a choice. I made her be my friend. Thankfully, she complied. Um, I don't think she had much of a choice. (laughs) No, she didn't. So (laughs) She's so easy to fall in love with. It was very easy. Thank you. I I agree. All of you guys are the, the, the most loving, caring, sweet people. I'm so happy to have met you guys. Um, so speaking of strokes, 
This is why I think, um, you know, we, we're all in contact. We're, we're all bonded by stroke, but we're friends because we love each other. <laughs> so I had a hemorrhagic stroke, a high blood pressure induced hemorrhagic stroke. That's how I ended up. Um, I don't know. Strokey Joe, I guess. Um, <laughs> so um, I'll, I'll start with uh, who should I start with Tamsin or Sarah? Um, if you guys, if you wouldn't mind um, telling Take us. your poison, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah, um, okay. uh, what, what type of stroke and, and how long has it been? So February um, 6, 2016, so about two and a half years, um, I had actually both strokes. I've always kind of been an overachiever. <laughs> and uh, so... I was at the ER with my daughter, um, who was three at the time because she'd been crying with horrible earache for like six hours. And we get to the ER and I sit down to fill out the paperwork and I lose feeling on the right side of my body. Um, and it, yeah, it just goes completely limp and numb. And so I was so confused and thankfully I was at the hospital. And so, um, they get me all hooked up and stabilized, take me next door to a, um, adult hospital where I end up, you know, spending the next, um, five weeks relearning, you know, basically activities of daily living. And, um, three days after my first stroke is when they noticed the, um, the brain bleed because I was getting worse instead of getting better. Like I couldn't have TPA or any of that stuff. Cause I was actually already on blood thinners when I had my stroke. Again, I know something that um, doesn't generally happen, but um, yeah, I, and I have, you know, several deficits um, post stroke that I've just learned to live with and work around. And um, it has completely changed my uh, perception in life. I mean, it, it hasn't made me angry or bitter. It's just made me grateful and absolutely blessed for every single day and opportunity that I have to uh, witness and serve others, whether they're stroke survivors or or anyone else. Oh, that's that's beautiful. Oh. Uh, not not the stroke. That's terrible. <laughs> that's awful. Okay. You want to talk about beautiful? There is someone absolutely beautiful who Gorgeous. just made quite an entrance. Oh, is it the late Stromy? Yes. <laughs> Did you get my text? Yeah. How many how many stroke survivors does it take to get unlost on a country road? <laughs> so that voice can only be Angie, the late Stromy. How, how are you doing, Angie? You have so many names now. I do. Yeah, you do. It's I it's, it's going to be really difficult to put on the back of a jersey. <laughs> true. True. We should get jerseys. Have a Just call me fabulous. Right, you, you, you're absolutely fabulous for sure. So so right now we're 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 talking. Uh, we're, well, obviously we're talking strokes. You're the Stromies. I'm Strokey Joe. So. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, Tamsin, um, uh, type of stroke and I guess when it happened. Well, strokey Joe. <laughs> so badly. Mine was in July of 2015. I had an ischemic stroke, which later we found out that I had holes in my heart and oh. a propensity for my blood to clot. It's not a clotting disorder. It's a genetic mutation. Oh, wow. You're um, like a, you're like a X-Man. You're a mutant. That's awesome. I am the X-Man. Yes. yes. Your I son am. would love that. I know. 
but I didn't know I had either one. And I mean, I'd served in the military and everything and had so many physicals and nobody ever told me I had hole in my heart. Oh, wow. I guess so. those physicals were thorough, weren't they? Yeah, I guess so. You know, they felt thorough at the time. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you're a boy. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so that's how my stroke happened. Um, I don't know how much background you want other uh, than that. Oh, as much as much as you you'd like to give, I, I love hearing these stories. Not that I love hearing them. That sounds really morbid. I, I don't. I think it's You're terrible. Like, Tell me again how you almost died. <laughs> but I, I I think it's I think it's very freeing. For, I've got my popcorn here. I want to hear more. So uh, <laughs> I think it's very freeing for us to share our stories because it's like, it's a huge burden. It's a huge weight on our shoulders. And I also think it's amazing for other survivors out there to hear that we're thriving. Now we're not just living. We're, we're, we're past that. We're, we're now on the point where we're thriving. So uh, any, any background you'd like to give, we'd love to hear. Well, so for me, mine hit, I was putting away groceries and my kids were with me. And at the time they were 11 and nine, I believe I could have the ages off. It's kind of hard to remember back to that time sometimes, but anyhow, uh, we were putting away groceries cause it was summer. So they weren't in school. Thank God. Cause otherwise I would have had my stroke by myself and would have died. But so my daughter is trying to call my husband because she knows something's wrong. Cause I'm lying on the kitchen floor and I'm drooling and mumbling and not making any sense. And so I'm asking her not to call him because, as we all know, when you have a stroke, your brain does not work very correctly. <laughs> yes. And my thought process was, I really don't want my husband to see me dying of a stroke because I knew I was having a stroke. Wow. So I'm trying to tell her not to call him. And she's like, fool, I am calling. She didn't say fool, but it was indicated. You know? <laughs> so she called my husband. He works about nine minutes away. So he came straight home, walked in, took one look at me, tried to help me up, and my left side wouldn't move. And he's like, yeah, this is a stroke. We're calling an ambulance. So they showed up and I remember I was so embarrassed because I was drooling when they walked in and one of the paramedics said, yep, she's drooling. And I was like, okay, I get it. I <laughs> you know, and so they went through a few tests and then strapped me to the gurney and took me away and off it was to the hospital. And I don't remember a lot about the hospital. I remember little snippets and stuff, but I remember feeling just so far away from my kids in that moment. I was like, is this the last time I'm going to see them? Oh, you know, my. that's tough. Well, yeah. thank, thank goodness it, it wasn't. And and I think you're, you're an amazing mother for making your daughter not listen to you because it was the right thing to do. <laughs> no that's, that's incredible. I'm so happy that, that you guys are here. And um, uh, late Stromy Angie. <laughs> hey. It's good for you to share with the group. What do you want to know, Joe? I would like to know um, when you had your stroke and I, I guess a little bit of background and then, um, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, honestly, I have really considered myself healthy my whole life. I used to run marathons. I've taught fitness classes since I was probably 18, about four years ago. Well, actually, it was a few more than, okay, so it was a few I'm more than four years ago. Like, you know, like, yeah, a lot, lot longer than that. <laughs> I'm, I also be the oldest Stromy, but, um, but the most fabulous. Um, the most <laughs> oh, I don't know about that, but, but I did always try to practice a healthy lifestyle and encourage it, honestly, everywhere that I could. And, uh, I had, I, mine kind of hit actually on December 7th, 2012. 
I had literally taught a fitness class the day before, was not feeling well. In fact, I remember thinking this is just about all the energy I have to get through this. I thought I was coming down with bronchitis. Oh. I had been to the doctor the day before, and that's kind of what the prognosis was. My blood pressure was normal. I mean, all signs pointed in that direction. I was actually going into heart failure, um, but the signs, the normal signs weren't there. So I woke up Friday morning, December 7th, and I actually felt horrible, um, like I was coming down with the worst flu I had ever experienced, I think. Um, I, I just never remembered feeling that bad. Moments later, I felt like thunder and lightning was going through my chest and I was fighting to breathe. I remember running into the bathroom thinking I was going to be sick and I sank down on the floor where honestly, that's probably where I would have stayed. Kids had just gone off to school and my husband had gotten a text, was supposed to be out of town on a hunting trip. Well, the night before at midnight, he got a text from his buddy saying, you know, the direction of the wind has changed. Let's just call off hunting this one time. And I think, you know, that was a pretty cool faith thing because if he would not have been there, I know that I would not be here telling this story now. That's incredible. Oh, my God. That was literally written in the stars. Yeah. Yeah. This is a a movie, by the way. All three of your stories, this is a movie. I can't wait to see the the, the Shromi miniseries on Netflix. Yeah, we're expecting a call from Netflix or Lifetime at any any time. Sure. (laughs) Kevin died. Okay, everyone died. That's true. And we didn't kill our spouses. That's true. (laughs) Well, the day is young. (laughs) Well, I'm sure during your recovery, some of them wish for death, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) I I tell you what, though, on the days where I might say I do get irritated with my spouse, I do have to throw him a bone because I'm like, dude, you did, you saved my life. (laughs) To save my life before anybody else got a chance. Oh, man, I would rub that in every single day. (laughs) (laughs) You know, shockingly, he doesn't, which is so out of character. I might might need to have a conversation with him because I've used my stroke against my girlfriend as often as humanly possible. (laughs) Well, I, I do have a few health cards I play. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so so um, my husband actually drove me in the ditch around morning rush hour traffic to get me to Lakeside Hospital, which was one of the closest hospitals to us. I remember barely being coherent on the way there. Um, so I got there. I got into the hospital. I was in such bad shape. They bypassed me at ER and got me right back into a room The last thing I remember was my husband grabbing my hand and us saying through thick and thin. A week later, or then from there, I basically went into cardiac arrest. I coded twice, once for 15 minutes before I was brought back with CPR. Holy shit. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) That's such an appropriate It is. (laughs) Yeah. At that point, I had 5% heart life, and they told my family, say goodbye. She's not going to make it, but we are going to try to lifelight her to another hospital for higher care. Um, At that point, I had um, had at least one stroke. Um, All my organs were shutting down. I had broken ribs from the CPR and a cracked sternum, and I was kind of a, well, a hot mess. Uh, So 
my family did say goodbye. They life flighted me on a seven minute flight to Nebraska Medicine. Um, at that point, they put me on a machine called ECMO. And ECMO is, well, kind of for last ditch hopeless cases. And certainly back then, basically, honestly, it takes a mostly dead person, puts you on hold while they try to figure out what's wrong with you. It's a machine that does the work of your heart and your lungs because they can't do the job. Um, my organs shut down, my kidney, my liver, all of it. And um, so at that, honestly, at that point, they thought I, my husband signed to put me on a heart transplant list because they thought it was a heart virus initially. Um, I spent a week in a coma, uh, hooked up to these machines, they noticed, though, throughout the course of the week, um, a few days later, that my heart got 5% better. Oh. And then it got 5% better. And then, how cool is this for a date? On December 12, 2012. Oh. So on 12-12-12, my heart ends up coming back fully functional. Yeah. That's a god. Oh, oh my. I, I'm over here. My jaw is on the floor. This is, this is crazy. This is like each one of your stories are amazing, but this is, so by the way, like, you know, you, you not passing is amazing. I think it's because you're late. You were just like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm coming back. I'll be there eventually. (laughs) So death is standing there. To give you an idea, like my blood pressure and actually my case was documented in a medical journal. Um, actually, okay. So they figured out finally, cause they kept thinking, what is her deal? My blood pressure was off the charts. Like it was documented multiple times. My blood pressure was 300 over 155. Oh my God. It's oh obviously what stroked me out and, and so forth. Um, was it high blood it, pressure? In like, so like, I woke up two days later. Well, um, they figured out finally the cause of all of it. Actually, I, on top of everything else, I had a tumor on my adrenal gland. Um, your, your adrenals actually are what put out epinephrine, norepinephrine, uh, adrenaline. It, the tumor had basically spiked my adrenaline to over 500 times the level your body should have, which was in effect like a lightning strike to my heart. Oh, my God. Everything. Crazy. It's a rare condition. Um, half of them, I think, is estimated they find in autopsy. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, crazy. <sighs> but I, and I think what a blessing because um, – I kind of fit a few categories, I guess, but but when I looked at it, I remember I look at the stroke part of it, and I feel like that was one of the toughest things to overcome. Though I wasn't coherent to get when my stroke actually hit, mm-hmm. I think my body was in such turmoil, it was maybe one more thing. So I don't, like when I look at the medical reports, I don't even exactly know what type of stroke it was. Mm-hmm. It was so added to the list of everything that went wrong. Um, as in, I think it was just a list of a lot of things with hot mess at the bottom. <laughs> I, actually, I think that's in the medical journal. That's that's what it has at the bottom. It says hot mess. Yeah. Well, Damn. I woke up. So when I woke up two days, I woke up. Um, they had prepared my family. They were like, okay, we don't know if she'll even know who she is, yet alone any of you. Um, you know, just all, just a lot of, of with everything that happened. So I did wake up two days later and I was a total invalid. I couldn't use my hands. I couldn't walk. I could barely talk. 
Um, but they did ask me of the questions they were asking me. One of the questions was, are you hungry? And I said the word cookie. And my family immediately went, oh, my God, that is exactly her. That is the thing to eat. She's going to be okay. And I thought, hey, whatever gives hope, right? That's beautiful. Yeah. So I, um, it was, uh, was kind of crazy. But as you probably heard from Sarah and Tamsin as well, it's kind of a, a one-step-at-a-time thing. I remember, Joe, honestly, my first thoughts being, um, thank you, God. I get to go to my daughter's graduation and uh, this has got to be some kind of a miracle. There were still a million more things, honestly, that went wrong before they went right. Mm -hmm. And um, I did almost code twice more before they figured out the right medication to control my blood pressure. But, you know, despite everything, I, I just kept thinking I woke up and I, there's so much I can't control but I'm just going to find one good thing and build on that Absolutely. and I'll see where it takes me. And yeah, when I, when we meet other people and, and honestly having the privilege to get to be in the space of somebody overcoming anything as well as a stroke is just to look at them and say, I've been where you are and you can come out of this even stronger. And if we can provide hope and encouragement anywhere and, and really some stroke humor, I think it makes a big difference and I think it's a privilege to get to do it that I'm just happy to pay it forward, to be honest. It was for me just to kind of tie up the rest of the story. I'm sorry to take so long, but no, 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 no worries. This is, this is great. Okay. Um, I did go through as, as I finally got better with a, at the hospital when the deal was, okay, we got to get the tumor out of you or you're a sitting duck for this to happen again. But my heart was so weak, there was no way they could attempt it at that time. So I left, when I did leave the hospital, I left wearing a life vest, um, defibrillator vest, basically, so that, well, you know, I was ready to go in case it happened again. And um, I did go through cardiac rehab and rehabilitation and all that kind of stuff. Uh, three months later, I was strong enough, and I did have surgery to remove the tumor. Fortunately, after all they prepared me for with that, obviously, you know, potential chemo, radiation, and so forth, the tumor was benign, um, and so I did not have to go through all that. Um, all, all of the rehabilitation, the months, and so forth that, that it took, but to this day, honestly, my heart has fully recovered, and I'm on no meds of any kind. How crazy that is that? Is um, oh, are you serious? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. it's like a magic trick. Yeah, and they, you know, they did tell me at the time. They said, you know, because you took really good care of your health ahead of time, we think it's the only reason you survived. I say that and a miracle because I there's so much even though even they couldn't explain medically. Um, but through that journey, though, led me to the American Heart Association, which led me to Tamsin, which led me to Sarah and really a friendship. And we can speak the strength, but there's an unspoken, I've got your back. I know that at any time, if I'm having a day, the other two can throw some stroke humor my way or whatever it is. And we're just we're just there. And there's a strength that kind of tripled when we found each other. At least I feel that way. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'm all right. So I, I knew this was going to be really cool because like, I, I love, like when I say I love you guys, like I love you guys. I think you guys are amazing. I, this has been a lot more emotional than I thought it was going to be. All three stories. I'm almost in tears because it's so beautiful how you guys have 
Number one survived. That's great. <laughs> you guys, they, they, they're such unique, amazing stories. Like I, I'm crazy inspired. I, I, I think we're all indestructible. I think we're all Bruce Willis from Unbreakable now. I don't think anything can hurt us. Yes. <laughs> that is, is, is I, I'm, I'm blown away. I, I, I really am. This, this is crazy. And the fact that you guys all found each other, I think that might be the most amazing thing ever. Because I don't know about your guys' experience, but I lost a lot of friends after my stroke. And, you know, I attribute it to, you know, I'm different now, maybe not quite as quick and witty as I once was. And I think that we're like tangible reminders to people of our age that you can Mm -hmm. die at any time. And so psychologically, it was easier for them to distance themselves. Oh, absolutely. They see us and they think, oh, I'm going to die someday. And it could Mm -hmm. be today. And that's painful for people. So I get that. It, it, yeah. it is. I, I had a friend who recently told me that, you know, he changed his uh, workout regimen, like to really change the way that he ate, the way that he, he did everything. And he said, in large part, because of you. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to end up in a hospital. I was like, I think that's great. Anything I can do to help others. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't be like, Stro- like <laughs> don't be like Strokey Joe. Take care of your body. Um, but yeah, wow. it, it's really weird that, um, because you kind of become a new person, you know, I, I basically, I feel reborn. Um, yeah. I came yeah. so close to not being here that I changed every, I've done a 180. every, uh, every fundamental part of my life. I I've shifted. I I'm, I'm different. I'm absolutely different. Not in a bad way. I think I'm, I'm the most functional. I'm the most mentally and physically healthy I've been in my life. And I just have a, a, a different appreciation for life because I came so close to not being here. And there's a lot of people who don't understand what that is. They don't understand how to deal with that. So you do lose friends, but on the flip side of that, you gain some amazing relationships with some amazing people like you guys. I would have never met you guys if I hadn't had a stroke. I might've had a stroke just to meet you guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best statement ever. I love that. I will not forget that. So so I I think years and years and years ago, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stress out. I'm going to eat terribly, live a stagnant lifestyle, be be (laughs) depressed, anxious, have a stroke just so I can meet these three incredible women. Mission accomplished. I'm good to go. My master plan is is come to fruition. Have a stroke. I'm, somehow we believe that yes. the powers be has would have crashed. But wow. No, I, I think it's amazing what you guys do for our community too. Because um, the first year out of the hospital, it was it was weird. It was just weird for me because I I don't remember much of it because I had a lot of short term um, memory issues. And I knew that I, I, every, I knew everything was different. And I knew every time I talked about something, nobody really understood what I was going through. I would just get, oh, yeah, people feel bad for me. I don't want people to feel bad for me. I want people to understand what I'm going through. So um, it took me close to a year to find somebody to talk to, my, my NeuroNerd co-host. Um, and, and that was great. And then slowly but surely reaching out and finding other people, there's this beautiful community out there. It's just hard to find. And the fact that you guys are reaching out every day and finding new people and helping people through the process, I, I, I couldn't, I could not have more love for you guys. We, we feel the same way about you and, and, you know, the stroke community that we all are part of and are helping to continue thriving, um, just, fills our buckets, as my, you know, first grader would say, (laughs) when we have the chance to uh, talk to people and have them share their stories, perhaps for the very first time, we get so many um, that tell us this was 
extremely therapeutic to put onto into actual words because I hadn't really dealt with it before. I didn't know how to put it into words. And when other people that are following, you know, stromies and so forth do comment and say, Hey, guess what? I had the same kind of stroke or I had the same very rare genetic mutation or blood clotting disorder or something like that that caused mine. I mean, we're helping to connect people in a way that they wouldn't have had the opportunity to do so before. Just, you know, as you're doing with Joso Rocks and Neuro Nerds, it, it's just, it's amazing. And I'm so uh, thankful to be a part of it. Oh, my <laughs> I love your words. You guys are just, you guys are just the best. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away how much help it's been to me, how much help you've, uh, um, how much you've helped other people. What's funny is there's somebody who's listening right now. I'm not going to name any names because she's not ready. Um, who is afraid to share her story because, um, I asked to post her story in the use of rock section of my blog. And she was like, you know what? I really want to do it. She's like, I just can't yet because if I do that, it, it just makes it real. Yeah. And like that, 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 like that shook me. I was like, Oh yeah. It, there's a lot of sometimes denial. I had it at the beginning. I, when I walked out of the hospital, I kind of limped out of the hospital cause I had a cane. I didn't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the guy in the cane. So like, I just kind of, you know, it, it slowed my um, recovery though. Not admitting that I was worse off than I was really, really slowed my recovery. So, um, you know, any of you survivors out there that are in the midst of your recovery, Hey, Annie up, you're only, if you feel weak, if you feel like uh, you're not what you were, you're not. You're going to be better than you were. Just right now, it's it's a, a moment in time where you need a little bit of help. That's fine. The more you admit it, the the faster you're going to get better. Again, just a moment in time. Once I realized that, I started um, I started taking off. You know, got rid of that yes. damn cane because I don't want to use that thing. Yeah, that is such a great point. And it, and I think you nailed it. It really does add strength to the journey. And and my hope for the the person that's maybe not ready to share her story yet, that through her elements of recovering, that she will add strength to someone else's journey by having the courage to share hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because, and along the way, there's so many thank yous. I know we all agree. Some, we run into people that we have thank yous for that have medically helped us mm-hmm. and encouraged us. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's really amazing. We um, were uh, were honored to be a part of um, an announcement of a huge, you know, six point five million dollar grant to. I no- saw yeah. that. That's awesome. It was so cool to be there as group survivors and. One of the um, ladies that was there spearheads stroke recovery at the hospital where I was and hadn't seen me since right after my stroke. And she was almost in tears and seeing the journey that I've gone on and come to find out one of my main nurses at the time had a stroke like six months afterwards. And so I've just connected with her on Facebook and on Instagram and I'm going to have lunch with her. And it's just like... Uh, my brain just wants to explode you know it's just so, so amazing wow that is, oh my gosh that's that's crazy well, I, I actually went to visit um the emergency room that i went to and mm-hmm. i have when i say i have zero memory i have zero memory of my initial hospital visit i remember i was at my my girlfriend's show uh her dad was there we were hanging out i had a really bad headache and then I remember a month later, I'm in a hospital and I can't move and uh, people are, you know, 
telling me where to go and helping me. It, it was just, it was really weird. So there's this huge chunk that I don't remember. And I went and I, um, the, the nurses were like so happy to see me and they, I had no idea who they were. I felt horrible. Yeah. Like I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know who you are, but thanks for the love. I, it was really weird. I, I don't know if any of you guys had any issue with like short term memory. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a yes what did you say yeah what was the question <laughs> <laughs> or you know being struck stuck on a country road somewhere <laughs> <the latest road>. <laughs> <laughs> my um my six-year-old will go mom hashtag memory loss when i forget something and i'm like oh my gosh hashtag memory loss thanks kiddo <laughs> That's amazing. You you raise an amazing okay, child. Okay, no. <laughs> well, and, and uh, you made a mention, I know, uh, about using the stroke thing with your girlfriend. I know with my kids, a lot of times uh, later on and through the years, I've said, you know, when they're kind of, geez, mom, I can't believe you forgot that. Or I can't believe it. And I'd be like, I was in a coma. <laughs> and they now look at me and this kind of brings happiness to my heart because I know that they are not traumatized. But they'll say, Hey, we're over it. Get over the coma. Wow. You know, that, that's hilarious. My, my, it took my girlfriend a few weeks. No, no, it, it took her two months to, to get over my, my, uh, my idiocy because yeah. I, I had a hemorrhagic stroke. So my brain was bleeding. So anytime I didn't want to do something, I would like cr- kind of curl up my arms and I put my head down. I'm like, but baby, my brain's bleeding. <laughs> And so after a while, finally, she was like, you know what? Your brain was bleeding. <laughs> it's not bleeding anymore. Actively bleeding. But, but it was cool because I have a new one. Um, she, she, uh, she's originally from, well, not originally. She, she's from uh, um, Sacramento. And uh, she does some shows up there. And uh, one of her drummers in Sacramento was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't say my brain was bleeding. You can only use that for like a few months. He's like, but you could say you're a stroke. You survived a hemorrhagic stroke for the rest of your life. So, so I change it. And so I don't want to do anything, but baby, I survived a major hemorrhagic stroke. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very difficult to be with me. I met Joe that had had a hemorrhagic stroke. And I think it was from a hashtag initially that, that I found you because it is so, so rare. There's not many of us out there and you find, this is Sarah, by the way, and you find that the, um, uh, recovery is often um, they don't have the recovery that some people expect. And yes, so I yes. feel very fortunate as do you to be where we are based on the type of stroke that we had. Absolutely. The the percentages say we shouldn't be here. Right. So I, I'm, I, I'm very, I remember my, my girlfriend, one of the earliest memories I have is her sitting me down and saying this stroke was a blessing and I was like, I don't know if you understand what the word blessing means, <laughs> but she was absolutely right. She, she really was. I, I wasn't living for the first, you know, 30 plus years of my life. I was just in survival mode. I learned that through therapy. Yay. <laughs> so I actually, I, I took a step back and now I'm actually enjoying life. I'm actually living it to its fullest because the alternative isn't very nice. It's, it's not a good thing. And, you know, I, I remember my first memory, I'll ask you guys too, what, if you guys remember your first memory outside of the hospital, like not having to be here for me. And it still brings tears to my eyes this day. I was driving home. I wasn't driving because I wasn't able to drive for months. (laughs) (laughs) My girlfriend was driving me home. And on the way home, I just remember I was like a dog. I had my like head out the, the, the window and I just saw 
the the wind rustling through the tree, the leaves and the trees. And, and it was honestly the most beautiful thing my eyes had ever seen. And I was just in tears. And even now, like I'm a little misty, I, I, that I just loved seeing that. That meant the world to me. Um, do you guys have a, a first memory of being out of the hospital, like away from the hospital, not like <laughs> being in it, like just away and I don't have to go back there. I'm going to sleep in my own bed tonight. That type of memory. Uh, this is Tamsin. When they taught, when they took me out of the hospital, I couldn't walk yet. So I was in a wheelchair. So they loaded me into my husband's car and we're driving home and I was super grateful to leave the hospital. And then he put on some music on the radio and that one song, that fight song, this is my fight song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always thought was the dumbest song in the world. I'm like, what a stupid song. And then it like hit me and I just started bawling. And I'm like, this is my song. <laughs> and then you can't hear that song without crying. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Now I might do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could sing for you, Joe. I would appreciate that. I, I love singing. I have an incredible voice. It's not good. It's just incredible. Oh, we could dance for you too. Yes, that's true. We twerk. <laughs> we do. No, no, she no, twerks. One of us twerks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So my co-host uh, Lauren, she's a she's a Renaissance woman. She does everything, but she teaches. Um, she's a gold medal winning pole dancer, and she teaches a twerk class. So we're gonna start doing like these little videos of the neuro nerds, and she's gonna teach me how to twerk. Uh, I want to meet her too. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, she's it, it's incredible. Like I told her, I was like, I think I can pick your butt out of a lineup more than your face because I see your butt more than your face on your Instagram posts. <laughs> That's, hilarious. That's great. How about um, uh, uh, Sarah and Angie? How about you? The, the first memory out of the hospital? Well, the first memory for me, it wasn't... Um, going home, but my, my, um, little brother came to visit from Virginia cause that's where I'm from. And, um, my family took me to get my nails done, um, which is something that they know that I love to do. And I just remember having to, you know, how you have to put both your hands up on the, um, the little desk. And I remember my right hand and arm, I had to literally hold up. Oh while she was doing my nails because it kept just sliding down, you know, like I didn't, I didn't, I, I still have lack of sensation, but I mean, I couldn't feel it at all. And so I just remember that. I remember thinking like, Oh my gosh, is it always going to be like this? Like, if so, I'm just not going to get nails done anymore. But thankfully it's, you know, it's not like that anymore, but that's the first memory I have is, is going to get my nails done. Oh, that's, that's, that's yep. beautiful. Her um, nails look fabulous, by the and, way. And her nails look terrific. <laughs> hey, you guys all look terrific. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, if we're going to be honest, we're yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> Why <Wi-Fi> fabulous, right? <laughs> <laughs> Truth is, I'm amazing. You guys are fabulous. There you go. There you go. You know, my first memory, I, there were two of them. And one of them was when I was still in the hospital. And it was kind of that, did any of you have that feeling of, you didn't really even realize how bad you were yeah. oh, until yeah. you had that little moment. Well, my moment was when I was in the hospital and I mean, I kind of thought it was odd that the doctors, every they were kind of freaking out with excitement. <laughs> and I, you know how you don't really get, I didn't, hadn't really connected the fact that I, I really had died. And um, these two guys in pilot suit showed up at the hospital and my husband was like, Oh my gosh, she was so excited. 
And I'm just looking at them and they were the pilots that flew me from the one hospital to the other. Oh, wow. Yeah, they had been looking, they follow up on their flights apparently, and they had been looking for my name all week in the obituaries. (gasps) And when my name did not appear, they finally called the hospital and they told them I survived. So they came to see me and they were like bewildered. And they said, oh my gosh, you know, this is just such an exciting Christmas present for us because quite honestly, when we transfer somebody who looks like you did, they're in the obituaries. We don't, they don't make it. And I remember looking at them thinking, oh my God, I, I must be really bad. Wow. <laughs> well, I that, which I think maybe is a good thing when you don't yeah, get yeah. it. But to this day, I would love to be able to just have even a 30 second conversation to thank them again. Um, but even when I called the hospital, I, they don't have a record of who those pilots were. So a shout out thank you again, because I wouldn't be here without them either. But it was that moment. And then the next one was, I remember stepping foot inside my home. The first day I finally got home and the big note, the kids put a big poster up saying, welcome home and we love you. And standing there and just, just remembered how grateful I was that um, even though my energy was so minimal, just, but the gratitude was overflowing. And I, I just, every time, you know, you have that moment that's challenging to just look at, oh my gosh, there are so many things to be grateful for. I can't focus on the thing that's holding me back at the moment. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Stop making me tear up, women, please. Well, don't ask us questions. That's why you do audio and not video. (laughs) Oh yes. I'm, I'm an ugly crier. I've seen myself. It's not pretty. <laughs> Man, and that, this this is amazing, you know, and even more so, just the fact that you guys take the the time out of your days to help others. You know, I I've always been a, a helper by nature. I've always wanted to help others. I guess more than myself. It's one of the reasons why I had a stroke. Um, but now, you know, it just helping others is different. I, I, I'm not helping others because I'm lacking something in myself. I'm helping others because I that's just what I want to do, what I choose to do because it feels good. You know, it's, it, it's so nice to hear, oh my gosh, th- thank you for you. Thank you for understanding because it's so difficult to get people to like really understand. So like when I tell people like, oh man, I'm overwhelmed. People don't really understand what oh. overwhelmed is. <laughs> when I yeah. tell people that I'm tired, people don't really understand like post-stroke fatigue. Like I'm exhausted. You know, and oh, well, you know, you, what'd you, what did you do? Nothing. I did absolutely nothing, but I I am exhausted. (laughs) No. Yeah. Not dying was exhausting. Yeah. I didn't (laughs) die and I am so tired. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, seriously. Oh, wait. So uh, I had a question. How did you guys link up with the, the American Heart Association? Link up with what? The American Heart Association. Oh. Uh, well, for me, well, this is Tamsin. I wrote a post about, uh, you know, surviving a stroke and all that because before the stroke, I was a writer, and so for me, writing was uh, you getting award-winning. Oh, okay, writer. let's be clear. Okay. Award-winning author. Um, award-winning yeah. author. If okay. I could talk, <laughs> <laughs> don't be modest, Tamsin. You're amazing. Okay, thank you. She's before, kind of a big deal. Okay, before the stroke, <laughs> I was a more prolific writer than I am now. Can I say that? Is that okay? You're no, you're amazing. I, I, Don't I, underplay it. Your blog. So for me, <laughs> for me, writing was therapeutic and it was like getting back to my old life. 
So I wrote a piece for a local publication about the stroke and uh, the Heart Association got wind of that and they contacted me because the Go Red for Women Expo was coming up and they met me for coffee and they're like, how would you feel about being our keynote speaker for the Go Red for Expo, Go Red for Women Expo? And I was like, sure, let's do it like that. Not realizing there was going to be 800 people in attendance, but you know, for me, I know. For me, that was also very therapeutic because I spent a lot of time in public eye before my stroke and it was nice to be up in front again, even though a little nerve wracking because I have some aphasia issues and stuff, but I did okay. Thank God. So anyhow, that's how I got into the Heart Association. And I know you were already, I'm pointing at Angie right now. I know you can't see me. I know you, Angie. Angie the stalker. Yeah, yeah. no, no, Sarah, Sarah the stalker. Well, no, everybody stalked me, and I. <laughs> oh no, Sarah, Sarah the stalker. It, yeah, yeah, got it. <laughs> and she, yeah, you are the um, victim here. Tamsin. I am. I yeah. am. Send help. <laughs> <laughs> both Angie and I. This is we just wanted to be Tamsin's friend, and neither of us really gave her much of a way out. So she, yeah. He just said, fine. But did we wore her down? We did. Finally, she, I'm very, very, very of friendship. Well, uh, uh, apparently she doesn't have a choice. So <laughs> tap the microphone twice if you want me to call for help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think it's beautiful what, what you guys do. And, you know, even ha- like sharing the stories of other survivors, I think that's like a, a brilliant idea i mean it, it it's so simple just to talk about like it's so simple but it's so difficult to talk about like what happened you know because i guess it does make it real it yeah. does and that was really not um tamson can tell you a little bit more about where we were expecting to go as a group but it sort of just evolved into um sharing other people's stories simply by um wanting you know quality and original content for our blog, um, you know, reach not only writing stuff ourselves, but then I was like, gosh, what about therapists? And Tamsin's like, what about this? And Andrew's like, what about this? And so then people started sending us their stories. I was like, man, this is really cool. And then that's kind of how the uh, community evolved was, was through that process. But initially we had another idea. I'll let Tamsin tell you that. Well, we had talked about writing a book together. And uh, so I was like, you know, we need to get a media presence because I'm always thinking in that sense. I'm like, we need to get a media presence before a publisher will even talk to us. So let's get a media presence and we'll be the Stromies. And they're like, okay, whatever. So then we started doing the blog and then all of a sudden Sarah's like, I have this one from Zimbabwe. <laughs> you know, like all these people globally were just reaching out to us. And I was like, maybe we're not supposed to write a book quite yet. Maybe we're supposed yeah. to manage this global Stromy presence. Don't so forget the phone prince of... Oh, oh yeah, in Dubai. Yes, the Dubai. Prince of Dubai, <laughs> the Pope Prince. Yes, <laughs> that sounds interesting. <laughs> I'm gullible, and so this is Sarah, and I manage the the Instagram page, and so uh, I'm getting messages from the Prince of Dubai, and I'm like, man, this is cool, and I'm like, but he's not a stroke survivor, but he's really interested in me, but yet I'm thinking that this is totally normal. <laughs> and, <laughs> And when I tell the other girls, they're like, I don't think that's the Prince of Dubai. I'm like, man, now I think you're probably right. <laughs> 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 
Oh my god, that's hilarious! That is that's too much. That speaks volumes. I I I love that so much. Still important for a moment, and we still acknowledge the faux prince of Dubai. Yeah, yes, you know that. I I love that. That might be like the the my my new Instagram name, the faux prince of Dubai. Well, you Joe could be the faux of anywhere. Like Dubai's pretty like. I think what's beautiful anywhere oh, because oh you're cutting out a little bit I don't know if it's me or or you but I think we're back on track um I, you, you know you know what I think is great the fact that um, the internet is a beautiful thing because it makes everybody so accessible I've met so many people from all over like when I say all over the world all over the world who who have mm-hmm. had who are going through the same things that I'm going through that you're going through. You know, and and we're building this beautiful global community. Yeah. Um, I I speak to um, again. It was really hard to find you know people who understand understood what I was going through. So the few people that I talked to at the beginning that I reached out to, I felt like a stalker. It was really weird. You know, I was like, hey, so uh, I see that you had a stroke. Um, I had a stroke too. Um, uh, do you want to be my friend? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do you want to maybe talk sometime? Um, so that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I, I'm a, I'm a grown ass man, and it was really weird that I'm like reaching out to people. It's like, hey, it's so strange. So, but one um, that I still talk to today is one of my. I, I actually say we've never met like in person, but I consider her like a, a good friend. My friend Rianne in the Netherlands. Uh, she's a gamer. She's an awesome tattooed chick. Um, and you know, she helped me through a lot and, and she's a a big fan of the show. She listens all the time. Um, it's just amazing that we talk to so many people from literally thousands of miles away and we're all family. We're all connected by this horrible thing that happened to us. Yeah. We feel the same way. And Rihanna's really freaking cool hair, dude. Right. See, so I don't have any hair. It's, it's my, it's migrated from my, my head down to my chest, unfortunately. Um, but if I had hair, it would be bright pink. Oh, hair. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was going a different direction. He <laughs> <laughs> can't see you pointing at your head. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I can dye my scalp, I guess. That's, that might be about it. Cause pink's my favorite color. So when I saw that she dyed her hair pink, I was like, oh, we were meant to be friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's been, it's been fun to get to know. Um, her and I've actually watched her Twitch stuff a few times and I love hearing her accent like several of the people that I've gotten a chance to talk to um, like Ray and um, the oh my goodness she's one of the first ones that we did Australia Shannon Ray um, she had stroke at 17 oh, but wow. when I he- when I hear videos of her like talking I'm like oh, I love your accent it was so awesome <laughs> <laughs> when we're on social media you don't get to hear them talk no no at all it's just it's it, just text exactly and so you don't know that they have this fabulous accent I'm like i want an accent maybe so, i'll just so, develop one I, I think i secretly always kind of wanted to be canadian so i can say a at the end of words <laughs> or at the end of sentences that might work so what's funny is that there's a, a a friend of mine uh noreen she's an artist from australia I didn't know she was from Australia. So we were just like talking back and forth for a little bit. And she said mate at the end of one of her sentences. And I was like, wait a minute. 
I was like, did you just call me mate? And she was like, yeah. I was like, oh my God, you're from, like, you're from Australia. This is crazy. I never even realized it, you know? And speaking of Rianne, I asked if she wanted to be a guest on my podcast. And she said no, because I sound like an old Russian woman. No, she doesn't. <laughs> That's what she said. Her words. And then so I, I was, um, I heard her speak for the first time on her Twitch. And I was like, she I- sounds fine. She sounds yeah. vaguely like an old Russian woman. Vaguely. <laughs> Maybe a middle-aged Russian woman. Like a, like a very young Russian <laughs> woman. That is a very untapped demographic. She should be on my <laughs> <laughs> So what what do you guys have going on? Like what 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 are you um excited about um to be doing currently or in the very near future? Well, actually in a, a few minutes, um once we um, finish this podcast, I'm going to talk to Kyle from, um, you know, share your stroke. Oh, I love Kyle. He's like the coolest dude in the yeah. world. Yes. Thank you for pairing us up. We're really you know, excited about being a part of that, you know, burgeoning community as well and seeing where that will take us. Um, so I know that's today. And then we have tickets for the fabulous, Heartball coming up. Go Red for Women Expo. Oh, Go Red for Women Expo. Sorry, I get yeah, confused. That'll be fun. And I think we're walking the runway in that, too. Oh, yeah. We're oh, walking the runway. Of course you are. You guys are, are, are runway ready. Yes. Rocking our red. And we're going shopping in Angie's closet. Um, <laughs> she has fabulous red dresses. Um, yes. Oh, man. Wait, so Red for Women. What about men? What about us? Well, guys are invited too, and highly encouraged to donate. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, what, what I mean, do the guys wear red too, or do they have to wear like pink? Actually, okay, I got to tell you who the showstopper uh, was. Yes, at last year's Go Red for Women, Tamsin's husband wore a red heart suit, had oh. red hearts all over it. It was showstopper. Oh, wow. I mean, every, you could not notice. How amazing! He was very he proud of himself. Oh like, yeah. my gosh! I, I might have to hang out with your dude. That sounds amazing. Yeah, he is pretty amazing. Yeah, you, you should totally, you should totally marry that guy. Is that picture on the website? No. You know, it was probably one of our early, early posts. Oh yeah, we got to put it on. I should put it. I should put up more pictures on, on the home page. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you absolutely <laughs> do because I kind that. of I, yeah. I I can't get through <laughs> the rest of my week without seeing that suit. I you know, find the photo. And I'll put you it would be you. missing something to not see this. Yeah. Really? It's like, crazy. I kind of feel like I'm missing out, period. You know, because yeah. I'm all the way out here in LA. I'm not, in a, or else I would be dressing in pink and, and watching you guys go down the runway. Wait, is there going to be any um, like live stream or like maybe videos of you guys doing the runway stuff after this? I'm sure they're probably. We could have our husbands do something. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You should can- absolutely do that because I, I'm with you guys in spirit because I can't be there physically. But one day we're all going to hang out. You guys know this, right? Oh absolutely. heck yeah! We've been talking about that too. Like that one day, I thought I had this like idea all on my own about having us all get together, and then I talked to you, and you're like, "Yes, I had that idea too." And I'm like, "Not <laughs> well, just my idea, but that's great." And you know, we want that too it's like sky's the limit i always have these huge ideas i'm like oh we could do this and this and take over the world like pinky in the brain and then tamson brings me back to reality she's like let's talk <laughs> angie and i are kind of yeah real listen angie and i are kind of all over the place dreamers like and i'm like the buzzkill no 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 you know what it is you always have to have your head in the clouds 
You need yes, one foot on the true. ground. You're no. the foot on the ground. You, you balance everything out. Life, it's the yin and yang of life. Yes, we could not survive without her. She definitely keeps us in reality, keeps us on task because like, what are we going to wear? Yeah. Telling that story. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of my uh, deficits, Joe, is it's called bulldogging is what they call it. It's where you get a thought in your head and you can't get rid of it. You like obsess about it. So we were going to the heart ball and we're all having coffee and we're, I wanted to know, hey, what are we going to wear to the heart ball? And they're like, I don't know. And then they go off on some other conversation. And they're like, I'm waiting. Like, hey guys, what are we wearing at the heart ball? And they're like, oh, well, maybe we should. Oh, but look at the sky's blue today. <laughs> I think I slammed my hand down on the table and I was like, what are we wearing? <laughs> oh my gosh. I know exactly how that, that feels. I know how that feels like on both ends. Like sometimes it's like, cool, I just need an answer to this one thing because I can't really multitask the way that I used to and I need this answered. But then other times I'm like the dog from up where I'm like squirrel and I'm just like all over the place. I mean, I'm the the life of squirrel every day. This, this is amazing. Like, like seriously, when I say this has been like a, a pleasure, it really has been. And I hope you guys don't mind me bothering you often because like now we've actually talked. I know your distinct individual voices and, and I know, you know, uh, uh, who you guys are, like where you guys came from stroke wise. <laughs> you have to hear what Angie just said. <laughs> I'd love to hear what Angie just said. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm the one that sounds like the female Rod Stewart. We are all forever young, so that that works. <laughs> Thank that you for good. that. That was funny. <laughs> no, you, you you guys you guys like when I saw you guys all hang out together, I was like, I'm not sure any of these ladies are can drink legally. Oh, oh, bless you for that. That's adorable. You guys, as soon as you check out the Stromies, you're going to be like, look at these three beautiful young women. How can they have children? They're so young themselves. I mean this. But they're not even airbrushed. I re- <laughs> no, impossible. impossible. You don't need it. You guys are perfect the way you are. Oh, thank you. you know we just learned filters. We did learn how to use filters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, technology is going to destroy us all. I saw Terminator. This doesn't end well for us. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but but this is awesome. So the Stromies, um, where can we reach you guys? Our website is stromies.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook is facebook.com slash stromies. And then what's Twitter and Insta? Um, okay, so Instagram is at three stromies, just all together. And then um, Twitter is at Three underscore stromies. Oh man, I'm terrible at Twitter. I get yelled at for not tweeting. I, I, yeah. I, it just doesn't make sense to me yet. You know, slowly but surely, it, I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. So I'm with you. Instagram, thankfully, I feel like I finally gotten the hang of thanks to um, Tamson's daughter Monet, who got mm-hmm. us started. Our tech She's, support. Our tech support <laughs> is a freshman in high school. That's hilarious. Um, I, I always joke. I'm like, yeah, yeah, my tech department. It's just my girlfriend. I mean, she's, yeah. <laughs> she's she went to I school for audio engineering, <laughs> so she's like super legit. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's, she's my my whole tech department is just my amazing significant other. <laughs> well, I can barely stay on top of getting a blog in without getting the eye. So I contribute nothing um, 
Hopefully, um, digitally, other than just, you know. You know, the thing about Angie is she is such a good writer. I get so mad that she doesn't write more because when she does write, I'm reading it, uh, you know, from an editor's eye. I'm like, I want you. I'm going to turn in a blog today. Just thank you. Angie, start writing. (laughs) 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 You're you're being shamed over here. Well, I, I get yelled at for not not blogging enough because you know what it is. It's hard to like focus in on like one thing. So I actually have three blogs open that I haven't finished. I finished one last week, which I'm thankful for. Um, but like I have two other ones that I haven't finished. That I'm like, oh yeah, it's amazing. And then like 20 minutes later, I'm like, oh, but this is another this is another good idea. And I just never finish anything. Thank you. I know that feeling. Well, you can talk your blog, but then I forget. I forget that that's something I can do. So I'm going to try to remember now. Well, that, that, that's why having the podcast helps. So like once a week, I can just talk and talk and talk, act a fool, be an idiot and help people. This is great. Fabulous. <laughs> so I, I want to thank you guys for being as amazing as you are for coming on the podcast, sharing your stories. Uh, I want to thank you for doing what you do. And, and deeply, honestly, I want to thank you for helping me in, in you know my times of need. Because it's it's always been very difficult for me to reach out to other people. Period. That's that's why I had a stroke. Um, but especially like post stroke, because I kind of feel bad for asking other people for help. It doesn't make any sense at all. I I know that, but like there's been a couple of times where I've just been a hell of a lot worse than I think I come off. And th- there was you know one or two conversations that I had uh, with you guys online that's just like it gave me that extra little push to keep on going instead of just crawling up in a little ball and hanging out in the corner of a bedroom. I love that. So, yeah. So glad. for that, I I thank you guys. Um, I thank you for continuing um the the good fight for our community, and I look forward to doing so much more with you guys. Uh, the late Angie, uh, the, the, I can't say the late Angie, you, 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 the Angie who is often late because late Angie just sounds <laughs> so terrible. Angie. Well, you, you, you were the late Angie for 15 minutes. This is true. That's, cr- by the way, that's mind blowing. You literally escaped death. Like, it, does that like blow your mind? That blows mine. It's, it's, yes. When they told me I was. I yeah, She's speechless. <laughs> I was speechless. I was like, Man, wow. is it like flatliners when you came back? Where you're like, something came with me. Uh, <laughs> my gosh. No, but I will tell you this. I remember when I woke up. I was when I was carrying on a conversation with my husband. I said, I asked him. I go, there were. I told him there were pink and orange flowers everywhere, and it was oh. so cool. And I said, I was actually. I remember I was calling out for my grand, my grandparents and a friend of mine who had died of cancer. Um, interestingly, the same age I was at the time it happened to me. But um, I couldn't see any of them, but I did see someone older and they just kept saying back. And that is all I got for you. I don't care who believes me, wow. but I was telling my husband that and he was just like hands on his head going, holy crap. And, <laughs> you know. That's amazing. what I got. It's amazing. Like you guys never cease to amaze me. Like, like really, you guys are all beautiful physically and deep emotionally. You guys are perfect. I love all three of you guys so much. Ditto. Anything that I can do to help the Stromies, please. I'm I'm always here. I'm a couple. Uh, I'm I'm hundreds of miles away, but still, <laughs> I'm right here. And um, thank you so much for waking up early and doing this at 8 a.m. Oh, no problem. My, my my double espresso that I had two of, my quadruple espresso, it's kept me <laughs> functional. 
<laughs> so um thank you guys so much for 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 being you thank you so much for doing what you do for the community um i look forward to doing more stuff with you in the future and definitely reach out to the stromies check them out they're amazing i mean you heard them obviously they're amazing and um we'll i'll we'll definitely talk to you guys really really soon can't wait thanks Jeff. thank All you right. thanks guys bye and that was my interview with the stromies I want to give a big thank you to the Stromies for being such amazing guests. And I want to thank them personally for all they've done for me and what they're going to continue to do for our community. They're just an amazing trio. And if you'd like to read more about um, the Stromies, Sarah, Tamsin, and Angie, their individual stories will be up on the Uso Rock section of my blog at josorocks.com all throughout September. Follow me at josorocks everywhere. Follow Lauren, our co-host Missing in Action right now, at Lauren L. Manzano on Instagram. Follow us at theneuronerds.com. Listen to us at theneuronerds.com and at all major uh, podcasting sites, iTunes, Stitcher, all that good fun stuff. I want to thank Avid for sponsoring our show and providing us with our amazing sound. As always, the NeuroNerds, we are here to help. And on that note, this NeuroNerd, out. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.